Welcome back to another edition of the Los Ponies podcast. And shout out to our live studio audience. We got a live studio audience here tonight. Viva La Carla is our live studio audience here tonight. Yeah, we had uh, quite quite the uh, amount of people out here with the yes. uh, sale going on, mm-hmm. and then Wild West Fraternity Trials uh, tomorrow night. Uh, there's a there's I think 1,300 people on track for Saturday night. Yeah, it was it was a good crowd downstairs. We're now recording this Saturday after the races. So let's start with that. Saturday night just concluded the PC QHRA Breeders Futurity, which went to the good-looking gray Coleman 47. How about we? It comes back full circle. A horse that showed a lot of promise mm-hmm. earlier in the year in the workouts. It was one of the real early horses that you thought could be a very good one for the big futurities. He's kind of had a few rough outings, but he's always shown talent. He's finally looked to put it together, and he wins a maturity pretty comfortably in the end. Yeah, I think we had pegged this one as Paul Jones, uh, one of his top runners. And then he just wasn't living up to his billing. He was getting into a lot of trouble that we've talked about time and time again. I was trying to beat him with Stevie Stevie B flashing yes. cash all the time, but he goes and he uh, wins the champion or the uh, the challenge race last Correct. time. So uh, he comes back. He he runs a nice little trial outing and uh, just broke really nicely and went on won the fraternity tonight. He looks like he's putting it all together. Congratulations to owners Marion Jones and Steve McIntyre. Very nice group in the winner circle there. For the picture, they get the money. Talk to Paul Jones after the race, and he, you know, he he, he really likes the way this horse has matured now. Um, he obviously won the the challenge, so he's eligible to one on Calif- He's eligible to run on California Breeder on Calif- uh, Bank of America Challenge Night. Mm-hmm. But uh, Paul Jones said he's gonna. They're planning on skipping it and pointing towards the two million futurity trial. So smart. Uh, so you expect to see this good looking gray. On the final, on the trials for the two million futurity, it was a pretty clean start. He had a clean path towards the towards the outside. Um, you know, Esteline kind of was wasn't the best behaved in the gate. No, they actually, they they took this one early to the gate, kind of schooling this one, and then kind of drifted out throughout the lane and finished evenly. Uh, and I think that just the story of the night was, you know. Coleman 47 getting a clean, clean trip. Yeah, he broke out and he's, you know, very professional. Yeah, as we, we watched the replay again, you know, Esteline fractious in the gate. But uh, Just Being Me ran a, a really game second there. Yes. And then for third, there was a pretty fancy dude coming in for the, the big long shot there for uh, Mike Castleman and, and Jesus Ayala. Uh, I didn't have that one anywhere, but, you know, got up there and into the third for the trifecta. But yeah, there was no beating. Uh, Coleman 47 tonight. Uh, Roland Sanchez was under a comfortable, confident hand right in the last 50 yards or so. So uh, this was one of one of those races where you wanted to believe how good of an improvement that uh, Esteline had done, but she caused so much trouble for herself in the gate. Uh, you know, that's that's those are the kind of races you're like, man, it's, it's tough because the talent is there, but they need to break a little bit sharper, and tonight just wasn't her night. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Burgart at the sale today, and he was a little concerned because he had already learned that uh, Jaime Gomez was going to scratch his horse down there on, on the rail, and that was going to put Esteline uh, along the rail position. He didn't know if she would be comfortable along there. Got fractures in the gate. Still ran a, a pretty game race considering that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just didn't fire back. I was a little uh, scared of the bounce factor for her. All right, so that's a wrap on the PCQHRA Breeders for Maturity. Now that you bring up the sale, 
Did you drop six figures and get a horse? No, we uh, made a couple purchases on uh, behalf of uh, an owner we have uh, who's a, a Canadian owner. I believe he's might be the top uh, quarter horse owner in, in Canada, Canada. Uh, Chuck Stogen. Uh, he bought three horses today. He bought two uh, yearlings and one mare. And uh, But the group, uh, we haven't gone in on anything. Uh, I've, I've liked more horses tomorrow, so yeah. I'm fine with that. They, they didn't really get anything, so uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, I heard there was a good crowd on mm -hmm. hand. I wasn't able to make it. I was busy with with uh, bad beat therapist responsibilities throughout the day. I got here <laughs> right around 5 o'clock. So, you know, for some reason, I thought post time was good a little bit later, so we didn't squeeze in the podcast before like we usually try to. Yeah. We wanted to squeeze it in so we can preview the futurity, but nonetheless, we would have went way off because uh, it, it was kind of a, a scramble for me. I had yeah. Coleman 47 as fourth of my number, so uh, I'm kind of glad we didn't do it because it, it would have been a no-show for me. Yeah, the whole time we were talking about who we were going to pick in the futurity this week, I wasn't too confident in any of my picks, uh, regardless of who it was going to be. You know, I was looking at Red Hot Cartel uh, on, on the outside. Yeah, um, I was also looking at Conquering Marie, and Correct. and luckily, uh, I did. We didn't do it because you know they didn't run their race. No. So, you know, I would have tried to beat Coleman Forty Seven. I'd have been a loser tonight. Yeah, so, so that that was a, a good edition of the the PC Creature Eight Breeders Futurity. By the way, when I came to to the press box, shout out to Professor G. He treated us. He paid up a pizza bag. We had pizza. We had a, a full cast of. Of quarter horse handicappers, uh, quarters George was up here, uh -huh. Jonathan Pittman, Mr. Low Sal was Ooh. up here. I mean, we had a pretty good group, and uh, Professor was kind enough to uh, provide us with some Papa Pilo's pizza, and we had a pretty good time. So I came up immediately here after the race was official, and you were the lone soul up here. So I'm guessing <laughs> that I was. I'm guessing it wasn't a good night for the for the gambling crew. No, they uh, they got charter flight uh, at the beginning of the pick four, uh, who you tabbed along. Um, but after that, it didn't go so well. I think they were on Patty Riley pretty heavily. Okay. But uh, Patty Riley didn't break. Uh, finished willingly, mm -hmm. you know, kind of improved position, but didn't really fire. But I think that was their play. But, yeah, I, I was the, the lone survivor <laughs> at the end of the night. So uh, thank you for the pizza to Professor G. He paid up a bet. And um, next time up, you owe a pizza, right? I owe a pizza. I, I have to pay from our, our last uh, consensus for the PCQHRA Breeders' Trials. I lost that. I lost the belt. So, so Professor uh, I, has the belt right now? Yes, unfortunately. I mean, it was a disaster. We went through it before of trials. It was a disaster of a night. He ended up oh, beating me by about... A, it was not beautiful. <laughs> if you can hear him in the background, he's gloating even more. But he, he only beat me by like a dollar thirty or something The like day that. after the trials, when I walked in the press box, you should have seen your smile. I came in here and literally I could have played this song <laughs> and that's what he was feeling. He was feeling like Rocky yeah, after that win. Sometimes I think he loves the belt more than he loves his own children. You should have seen you should have seen the, the day when he came up from making that belt. It was like his his biggest achievement that he had ever come across. I mean, it was something, but I love the belt as well, so I take a lot of pride in winning it. All right, so the next consensus is just two weeks from now. Yep. For the Golden Sand Million Futurity Trials, I'll bring a pizza for that week. So Excellent. Uh, pizza's on me for next trials night. You can pay up maybe for finals night. Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. So let's rewind the tape towards Friday night's final of the PCQHRA Breeders Derby, and that went to the fastest qualifier, the improving Money Blues. 
Mooney Blues. How about Ramon Sanchez sweeping the PCQHRA I mean, we're Derby turning, and Fraternity? We're turning back the clock like 15 years here. Yeah, a lot of people, they, they want to say he's over the hill, but still, uh, he's my favorite rider of all time. Mm -hmm. And I think, bar none, if you want a money rider, Ramon Sanchez is as good as it gets. I mean, he's, he's looking good in the saddle once again here tonight. Once again, with that barn of uh, Paul Jones, once again, riding for Jaime Gomez. Mm -hmm. uh, he's looking good. I mean, we've seen... Zachary Kelsey in the program. Yep. I mean, we've seen Gear Carter a few weeks back. Ramon Sanchez winning races. Rodrigo winning races last night. Yep. I mean, it's it's we're turning back the clock 15 years. Uh, Eddie Garcia. Eddie Garcia, Eddie Garcia winning Garcia races. popping up with uh, Black Friday and Cooper. So uh, a lot of the veterans are taking it to the younger guys here. And I can tell you, uh, you know, Money Blues as a two-year-old, we always knew that gate speed, that tremendous gate speed she mm -hmm. always showed. But she always kind of had trouble finishing. Yeah. She's much more mature now. She's finding that extra gear. She's definitely a three-year-old to watch. Yeah, you can see her improving over Jay Fireup, who was just to the outside in that race. And uh, Jay Fireup had every chance to you know, go by Mooney Blues, but just uh, really coming into her own. Black Friday uh, got a little fractious in the gate there. I think that, that uh, hurt the late kick. Correct. Uh, that could be an excuse for that one. And a uh, chance to fire the... Horse that continues to tease me finished well for a second. <laughs> yes, there. that that horse went a big second there. So that's a little bit of a of a wrap of uh, what happened Friday and Saturday night here at Los Alamitos. We're recording this after the races on Saturday night, just for you here coming live from the press box high atop Los Alamitos. We're going to take a look at Sunday night's program. We decided to focus on this night because. It looks like a very good betting race, betting card. Yeah, uh, five trials. For the Wild West Futurity. By the way, I text Professor. I was like, are we not doing the consensus? I mean, there's five trials. But I think he just wanted to keep the belt longer. I, I mean, are you shocked? I, I told you that, you know, in this ongoing story that he's the I mean, bad guy. In I this. mean, the conspiracy theorist? Yep. I, I told him. you. I mean, this? He wins the belt. There's Futurity trials. And yet there's no consensus. I mean, I was waiting for that. I'll let you that. be the judge. I was waiting for the email. Yeah. I never got the email. with like, oh, the, the new consensus is due. Never got the email. So I texted him. Texted him just to make sure. Yeah. He's like, the next one will be in two weeks for the Golden State. He, he just wants to hold on to it. He's not going to give me that that quick of a rematch. So I'm not surprised. I've seen these tactics before. These computers like they're stacking up. <laughs> I, I'm not leaning one way or another, but I'm just saying they're stacking up. Yeah. He, uh, he, he doesn't want to fire right back that quick. I can understand. He uh, hasn't had the belt for months before. <laughs> so he wants to hold on to it for at least two weeks. So I'll, I'll let him have his moment in the sun for right now. I like this little duel between you and him. <laughs> this this could be a, 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 a new uh, premiere for the drop, for this drop right here. Because you realize this means war. <laughs> yeah, it does. This means war. <laughs> All right. So we're looking forward to the next consensus belt. What is this? <laughs> That's his belt right there. I don't even know what this is. is. He, he's, a, he's an artist, too. Look at this. Eye on the belt. He's got the eye on. So you've got the eye on his belt. He's saying. I I don't I don't even know. Uh, that, that's it's kinda... just perplexing me. <laughs> it looks like the the conspiracy theories. I have the Illuminati. The Illuminati is yeah. yeah. He's breaking these wow, in, but man. I'm coming for it. I'm gonna get it next. It's a it's one of the major uh, million dollar races. Of it the is. Year, so I gotta get it. Back. It is. Uh, so we're looking forward to that in just two short weeks. I mean, we talked about it. Once we get into October. The rest of the year is just rapid fire. It's, it's really a fun yep. time of the year. Yeah, we got, got a lot of people coming in from out of state. They're going to be bringing their horses in. We got Justin Joyner bringing some horses. I saw uh, one of the top horses from uh, Rio Doso coming in, uh, Flash and Roll. 
Yeah. Uh, was one of the top workers I had seen over there. Uh, I'm excited to see that horse run. Lethal Lil worked under the lights. Lethal Lil. Uh, was that for Chris O'Dell? I want to uh, say. I believe. Yeah. I mean, that was one of your uh, yeah. one of your one picks, picks over for, there. for yeah. one of the Rainbow Trials or yeah. All-American Trials, Correct. I believe. And So I'm excited to see that one. But, yeah, we got $2 million. Uh, we have uh, the the deuce yes we got trials for that so everything's gonna be rolling it's it feels like a resurgent year for for the quality of of runners here at los out and i think it's no yeah. coincidence now that i think a lot of the owners feel a lot more comfortable running there's a lot more strict uh, regulations and i think a lot of the owners feel comfortable bringing their horse to los out yeah one thing i was gonna say about the sale uh when i showed up today i saw the giles family uh -huh. which uh, i hadn't seen them too much in the past and then i saw uh, blaine wood for the first time ever uh, you know, MM4 in the morning trainer and uh, prolific Oklahoma trainer in New Mexico, the, the Wood family that at the top of the quarter horse game, he was here buying some horses. Wow. So we, we got a lot of the big shooters coming out to Los Alamitos. Uh, by the way, shout out to, to our, our Twitter friend, Mr. Keith Nelson. Mm -hmm. He tweeted that the carne asada tacos were legit at the sale. I, I might need to stop by tomorrow morning. How are the prices? I, I I heard the prices are all right though. Really? Do, do we need better deals, Professor uh, G? Can we get a deal for the tacos at the cell? <laughs> uh, when he sees quiet, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not happening. But <laughs> yeah, um, they usually have those tacos. Those are probably the best thing I I think at Los Alamitos the carne asada. Yeah, tacos. they are. Remember when they used to have them out the outdoor patio, like downstairs by the aprons? Yeah, I used to go almost every night. Me before. too. Uh, Me that too. was two tacos for five dollars. You couldn't beat Man, that. Man, you couldn't beat that. But uh, yeah, we were we were over there today, and my sister, I saw she had a uh, she had some kind of shrimp bowl, and then every, everybody's uh, fan favorite is Doc's lemonade. Really? That's always the the big seller. So Ooh. if you come tomorrow, you got to get some of Doc's lemonade. Can you be my my impromptu cameraman tomorrow? I might do a tacos and trifectas. We have uh, Hal the cameraman. He's Ooh. he showed up. Man, he he was there. Uh, he he filled in. You know he's usually not there, but uh, he he bit the bullet and he was there all day long there. So if you need an extra hand, how's uh, uh, how's the professional? I might need to need to do a tacos and trifectas live from from the from the cell there at Los Al. All right, let's take a look at Sunday's card featuring trials to the Wild West Futurity. We got a nine race card. Five trials to end the night. By the way, a 4,400-plus carryover in the pick six on to Sunday night as well. But let's kick it off with Maidens, Durbets, four and a half furlongs. Here is the distance. And we got a field of six. Who'd you go with here? Yeah, I have a feeling we probably will agree here. Uh, I went to the rail horse with uh, Molly God even. Where did, where did you land? Did I went you... to the outside. Oh, okay. See, I figured... It was a fairly paceless field. Yes. And this horse is, you know, coming out of the maiden 20,000s uh, to, you know, all the way to the bottom to the $3,500 level. And two outs ago did show that early speed in the daytime. Mm -hmm. And, you know, shortens up to the four and a half furlong distance. And with the drop, it gets Edgar Pieris in that weight break. I think that should be enough. And Edgar's riding great since coming back here over the nighttime at LaSalle. He took the summer off to ride at Del Mar. Now he's back here at LaSalle riding back at night. And he's picking up good mounts and riding well. So, Definitely going to be a contender, but I'm going to the outside here on Derby Tangle. This horse should have probably won last time out. Had too much to do. The time was slow, and she is an 11 time mating, but you know, if the one doesn't fire, I think this race could be wide open. So I'll go six. And you know, the one is definitely a contender. That's going to be a good choice there as well. Uh, the four, Merge Detroit, is a runner that is coming out of those 870 yard events. Yeah. 
those usually tend to run play better than these kind of maiden events. So, um, you know, that's a horse that can make a little bit of noise. I'm just all over the place. This was a very tough race for me to figure out. Yeah. If the one doesn't fire, I think anyone can win it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for, for underneath, I had the five and the six. I'm looking for those horses to close. I think uh, the five's got a big chance. I put that one in the second spot because Vinny got off of the one to go on to the five Correct. here. But I, I still gave the one the nod on the class route, but I think the five candy-coated world could sit a nice trip and close in the stretch. And then you got the three getting the hot riding my, uh, Juan Sanchez. I mean, he's he's on fire. Juan is really uh, rolling on, on good things. Um, shout out to Juan. He got my lock of the night home of Friday night. Okay. Closed out in a very nice pick for uh, on air there for 373. So. I, I think he felt Kelly starting to uh, yeah. nip at his heels yeah, there, yeah. so he started to win yes. again. <laughs> exactly. So for me, I think it's a wide open race. I can go 6-4-3 and the one as well. So uh, – I'll go like that. All right. And then I went one, five, six. All right. Race number two, the second half of the early double. We got claimers. And these are open claimers. No condition here. Just three yards and up. Four and a half. Uh, four and a half furlongs is the distance here. We got a field of seven set to post. Who'd you pick here? I went to the three horse. Uh, Tiz Point here for Lorenzo Ruiz. I think it was just too tough last time there at the 6250 level in the daytime and that was a little bit longer distance there at the five furlong but you know comes back to the nighttime oval is dropping down to 2500 and if you just take out the last two races the horse won three in a row at this level against foes of this caliber i think it could be the class of the field and it's gonna have to probably duel with the four mm -hmm. uh, surfing angel but gets the inside draw and i think can draw uh draw away late there in the lane i agree we agree here with the top choice to this point how about this nine-year-old? 12 for 50 lifetime has earned $245,000. This is a hard-knocking gelding. Right? I mean, this, this is a six-figure earning runner. Has plenty of speed. Gets Vinny Bernard for the first time. I think he's going to try to steal the race on the front end here for Lorenzo Ruiz. Then I'll go to the four here. Surfing Angel for uh, the, the always generous connections of Janet Rodriguez and Chris Russell and Enrique Galazzo Garcia. They want to race here on Saturday night. I want to say by a short whisker. That was a, a, a nice win. Uh, I want to say the third race of the night, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe it was a uh, run, bro, run. Run, bro, run, yes. point was running against two yeah, outs ago. But yeah, changing karma, switched to the outside there in the race tonight and tried to catch him and just lost there by a head. And shout out to Enrique. He's always stopping by the set. He's always leaving us goodies, whether it's candies or like uh, cookies or pastries or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I always bring him up here. For Professor G, uh, they're going to be my second choice, uh, and then the two Cinco de Mario is always a runner that needs some pace mm -hmm. to pick up the pieces, and I think he can get it, and he's definitely going to be rolling late. So, oh, three, four, two here for me in race number two. Yeah, I like the two Cinco de Mario for second there. I think is going to get a nice stocking trip, and then for third place, I went to the five individualists for the strongest closer in the group is going to be sitting uh, pretty well off of it, but uh, has been finishing well there. And Dan Ascarate has been uh, hitting at 30%, so he's been doing well this year. Yeah, so recap, I'll go 3-4-2. 3-2-5. All right, race number three. You can start a rolling pick three and race three. Claimers, non-winners, uh, Phillies and Mare, three-year-olds and up, which have never won two races, so non-winners are two here. Four furlongs, so a little bit shorter. And now we got a field of six. Who'd you go with here? I went to the, I think, the obvious choice here, Saddle Club yes. here for, for Cliff Sice. Mm -hmm. 
has run two really strong efforts uh, since coming here in the nighttime surface. You know, has one just well clear throughout. Steps up into the, the 2,500 non-winners of two other than. Not that big of a condition change here. I think is going to be the best out on the front end and should draw away. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I wasn't a believer last time out, but this horse looked like a good thing making the lead. Uh, two starts back, excuse me, when breaking the main end. Then came right back and beat winners as a heavy favor once again. And Clifford Size, two for two. And he keeps putting this this horse, the, he's putting the carrot out there. Anyone who wants a claimer, he can yep. claim her. Yep. If not, I'm going to so keep that's winning. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. So he's playing the, he's playing the game here right. Two for two. Once again, 2,500. Anyone who wants a claimer, she's going to be right here, and she's going to be tough to beat. So I agree with that front. And then the six horse here, Radio Chatter, I think it's the main threat. Uh, Richard Tilly, Chuck Treese, first off the claim. Good second behind Rock All Day last time out. I think she's she's going to be right not too far behind the four. I think she's the main threat. Yeah, I picked uh, the six for second as well. Um, I think second time dropping down to the $2,500 level. And then first time off to claim for my dad. Pieris gets aboard and again gets that weight break. I think that'll help. And then it's, it's going to need to stock and then try and overtake Saddle Club in the stretch. And I think the outside post will help with that. Yeah, so I'll go four, six, three. Ron's answer showing that speed last time out, holding on for second. I think that, that could be a, a Philly that could be in the mix of things as well. So four, six, three for me. I went four, six, five. Uh, Lady of Fire for third there, uh, Kelly and uh, Letha Brady. I think this horse is going to try and press the four early. It, it could stay there a while. You know, as if the runs the previous two races, they're third by three quarters and, and uh, one there clear three outs ago. It, it should be tough, but I don't think it can stay there in the end, but it could hang around for the trifecta. All right, so I'll go four, six, three. Four, six, five. All right, race number four, the start of the pick six. Remind you, there's a uh, 4434 dollar carryover heading into sunday night's card and we got a claimers five thousands for three-year-olds and up and these are condition open claimers as well so you got a very good field here assembled with a field of six shout out to blaze woman is jen's journey your pick here on the outside i think we're gonna have to get our picture taken again here with yes, the six jen's journey we agree uh, I like that this horse is stretching back out from 870 to four and a half because it doesn't necessarily need the lead, which is a couple of these are, are those kind of types here. And I like that it draws the outside in which I was really impressed three outs ago when it vied three deep. And I really thought she was just going to throw in the towel, but really hung around there and drew clear by two and a half lengths. So I'm just looking for a repeat of that effort. Yeah, three stars back. This horse was the lock of the night. And being that it was the lock of the night, being that it was Blaze was here. Uh, you were going down to the picture. Mm -hmm. I did. I unplugged from the set, went downstairs, and snuck into the picture as well. So Jen's journey, sharp win last time out once again. I like the outside draw. I think this could be yeah. be good for him. Do you think there could be a claim? You know, I'm I'm sure when you come down from uh, winning an allowance race from eight seventy, and then you go down to the five thousand dollar level. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of attention mm -hmm. there. And again, my dad's just going to run them down their throat if you. <laughs> If you want to take them, go ahead. Yeah, the carrot's there for the taking if you want it. So we agree with Jen's journey. I'll go to the, to the two atomic action as the second choice here. Uh, Blue Titan Stables got the job done. Two starts back with this one at 51 and 1. By the way, I came up and I was like, this is the race for Blue Titan. This yeah. is the race. And they got the job done. Last time out, off of that good win. They tried the daytime, finished it even fourth there in a the field of six. Yeah. Now back against nighttime. 
I think this could be the main threat to the outside runner. So I go six, two, and then the four. Gone with it. Uh, who gets for the Felipe Martinez to to ride here over the nighttime mobile? I just like the sharp form. I think he's he's always in the mix of things. Two starts back, finished second. Three starts back, finished second behind uh, Jen's journey. Two starts back, second behind Atomic Action, and last time out got the win. So based on numbers, based on the form, he deserves a look. Uh, so six two four for me. Yeah, I went six one two uh, for second there. I went Swiss cheese uh, one of two runners for Kelly Castaneda, and Kelly uh, rides this horse. Instead of the four gone yes. with it, uh -huh. uh, I'm looking at that as a big angle. But I think this horse is going to give Jen's journey a, a run for his money there on the front end. Question is, stepping up in class, can he hang around? And then for third, Atomic Action, like you said before, uh, had that nice win two outs ago. Uh, tried the daytime oval. Went against Kalula, who's a, a really fast horse we know Correct. from the nighttime. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was just too tough that day. So I think should sit a nice stocking trip and uh, getting back with a little easier company should help. All right, that's the start of the pick six. Six, two, four for me. Six, one, two. All right, we get to the trials. Five trials to the Wild West Futurity. And this is where it's going to be a good puzzle to figure out because a lot of these learners are coming out from tracks that we can't watch video. Yep. And the charts could be a little deceiving as well. Yes. And the trouble trips can be a little deceiving as well. Yes. And this <laughs> opens up for chaos. Yeah. I like these kind of races because... You know, it seems like you're always going to be able to sniff out a price here and there. But we're going five trials, 350 yards, fastest 10 qualifiers get to return for the finals. And we got a field of eight set to go. Who'd you pick in the first trial of the night? I'm going to go with uh, Mania Rosa, who, who's been uh, winning some races lately. Uh, I thought this horse finished really nicely there in the Toltec handicap. Mm -hmm. You know, outfinished a rival just to the outside, Alice in Wonderland. Had been doing well out of state, but I, any horse that can come in and fire right away at Los Al, it didn't break that alertly, but really finished out nicely. And I, I think, you know, just going back at it against these same rivals, I, I think should do well again. Yeah, Mama's Dynasty there won, the, won that night at 11 to 1. You're not going to get it 11 to 1 no. tonight. 3 to 1 on the morning night. I, I definitely think she deserves respect. I have, in, I have her second of my numbers. For my top choice, I'm going to the outside, Yofi. Yes. The horse I needed for that big victory <laughs> in California Beer Champions Night. I'm going back to her. So she draws the outside. She has some good gate speed. She kind of was bumped lightly last time out in that common race against uh, Mama's Dynasty in the Toltec. Uh, but I, I really like her for two starts back. Uh, I think drawing the outside could be beneficial. And I still think she's improving. So I'll go Yofi on top. Mama's Dynasty is going to be my second choice. And then Allison Wonderland, who comes out of the same common race, who just missed by a nose, uh, probably deserved to win after that good effort uh, last time out. I'm going to pick her for third. So um, pretty form four in the first trial of the night for me. Don't see any big upset, but uh, you never know. So I'll go eight, three, and four. Yeah, I went three, five, eight. Uh, I agree with Yofi. Uh, that's one we needed before. Yes. Just didn't get the job done. But I think we'll do well uh, again with the outside draw there. But I like the five Arizona favorite at a, as a little bit of a price here. Sal Ramirez aboard. Uh, the horse has been running very well out of state there at Grants Pass. But I really like the work. It was only 12-5, but this horse broke out and bumped and really coasted, was never asked. Uh, I think could have gone probably 12-3, maybe 12-2 at, at the most. But I'm hoping uh, they, were, they weren't showing uh, their hand there and there's a little bit left in the tank and, and we can get a little nice price here in the fifth. And then, you know, talk about Sal Ramirez. We talked about him. Showing back up here in the ranks of Los Al. 
We talked about how he could become the guy for EG. Yes. And guess what? This weekend, he's named on a lot of EG horses. Just stepping right in. I, I saw him uh, at the sale today. He's looking all snazzy. He, <laughs> he's, he was ready to see some future babies. Maybe uh, EG High was purchasing, and I think he's ready to go. He's ready to make some money out all here. Right. So recap, I'll go 834. Three, five, eight. All right. And I do have the five as my fourth choice in the Super Effective. So we're pretty uh, pretty much in agreement there in the first trial. Second trial of the night, 350 yards again. And we got a field of nine set to go. Who'd you pick here on top? I went to the three, Mr. FTD. This is a horse I played last time mm -hmm. at Rio Doso. Yeah, I had, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, had some trouble at the start. And I think the chart's a little uh, deceiving. I, I think was finishing better than it looks. It, you know, it looks as though the horse was it's weakening. Tiring, but yeah. I think this horse is actually gaining some ground there at the end. And uh, Manchild is a decent horse there for uh, the joiners. And Just My Candy came out here uh, for Chris Odell. It was a little bit of a, a disappointing effort. Yes. Yeah, I thought it would run a lot better. but And got a good trip, if I remember, right? Yeah, it uh, broke out there. And I thought it was going to yeah. you know, win pretty easy. But, you know, just... Maybe a uh, second time at Los Al, we'll have to play that angle. But I really like the way Mr. FDD was uh, finishing last time out, so I'm going to give him a shot here. That is for owner rear Tony Greaves from Utah. Lynn Milton is the conditioner now for Mr. FDD, and Cesar Franco has him out. I have Mr. FDD as fourth of my numbers. Not only am I liking a horse here, Curtis, but... Oh, no. <laughs> Lock of the night coming up in race number six. And see if you can guess. I'll give you, you obviously know it's not the three already, but see if you can guess. I don't think you're going to go to the one. No. Because that one just broke the maiden. Correct. So how about the nine horse? Yes. White Pain Linda will finish second to a lock of the night that night in Deceiver. That, I was very impressed with her effort. She had just broken the maiden two starts back in 1564 against maiden claimers. And then she ran a bang-up effort there, second by a, net, by a nose behind Deceiver at 34 to 1. She finished about a length clear of Alpha Female, the third place finisher. I just like how much she has improved since uh, switching to the barn of Jose Hernandez here. And, uh, you know, she's really taking under the lights here in Los Angeles. So, White Paint Linda on the outside is going to be my lock of the night. Yeah, I, I liked uh, White Paint Linda for third there. That last effort, you know, first time stepping up against winners, went 15.51 and just dropped that nose photo. I mean, that was a really nice race. Uh, for second, I went to the six, Chase and Harm for Paul Jones. Mm -hmm. This was a horse that uh, Burgart kind of turned me on yes. to. Uh, first time out at Los Al, you know, had some trouble there, but was finishing out well. Came back, had some uh, trouble again, and, and just kind of weakened. But then I, I really liked the way this horse was finishing last time against the horse we just previously talked about, Mama's Dynasty and Alice in Wonderland. Was rallying and maybe was going better of the two there of my uh, mama's dynasty. He, he was finishing with a good run. Yeah, yeah. and we come back here. Uh, I like that Ayala climbs aboard this horse, so possibly gets the, the horse uh, a better chance out of the gate and a nice six to one price. Yeah, that's why I have that horse as third on my numbers. I'll go nine one six. The one just to check here, uh, Hesel Nunez and EG High Desert Farms broke good from the rail last time out and went nicely there by about three quarters of a length. Obviously, we know this skeleton can handle the rail. He gets the rail again and gets the hot riding cell over a mirror. So, 916 for me here. By the way, uh, well wishes out to Jesus Nunez. He had just a uh, heart surgery. Yes, that's uh, what I heard. Yeah, I think yeah, he he'd previously had uh, heart problems before. Mm -hmm. I think that took him out of training for a while. And uh, I haven't heard any uh, big updates yet. 
but uh, wishing him all the best. Yeah, hopefully he's he's back on the road to recovery. Uh, there is a there is an update there at losamitos.com, so you can check it out for yourself. But our thoughts there are definitely with Jesus Nunez. Hopefully uh, he's on the road to recovery, and hopefully we get to see him here back at Los Angeles. So one nine one six here for me. Three six nine. All right, race number seven. This is the second leg of the late pick four. 350 yards and field of eight. Who'd you pick here? I'm going to go to a horse that uh, is familiar with the low south surface. I'm going to the seven fames prize stone. Okay. And I'm choosing this horse because he, he's uh, done very well in trials. He's won three out of the four trial races uh, that she's been in. Hasn't really come back and fired in the finals, but seems to run well in the trial. So I think this hard-knocking filly uh, has won four out of eight races, so knows how to find the winner's circle. Ayala, again, climbs the board here, uh, replaces Eduardo Nicasio. I, th I think that's a, a slightly better upgrade. I'm not going to put it as a huge upgrade, <laughs> no. but definitely uh, anytime you get Ayala uh, on a, a horse that's quick, I, I think that can only have uh, have him break better out of the gate, and hopefully we can just go on with it here in the seventh. And it has been freshened since the 18th of August, so a little bit of freshening there uh, could always do a, do a good thing there for these quarter horses, especially when a, when a horse already has eight. Eight, eight outings as a two-year-old yeah. as well. So that could be beneficial. I have the seven as second of my numbers. For my top choice, I'm going with another local horse, the six horse, six uh, KR high five here for Jaime Gomez. Won a nice allowance last time out. Broke sharp, kept on going, finishing in front by about a neck in front of El Salcido and kissed my bit. Two for five lifetime with a second. Um, I just like how he looked last time out. I like the good local start here, three starts back. I uh, kind of tipped his hand as a horse that could be one to watch. So he, he got the win last time out. And I think Jaime Gomez uh, is pointing this one in the right direction. Yeah, I like KR high five there for a second. Uh, everything that you mentioned. One last time out and previously in that challenge race, I uh, was going against Coleman 47, uh, who we talked about earlier winning that fraternity tonight. And then Fave Prize Stone. Who's there on, on the outside? I think going to have to deal with that one again. For third, I went to the five, hit the lights, the homebred Look here. at that. Look at look at the breeding lines right here. I can't remember any time my dad actually bred one. He look. usually always put them in my mom's name. Look but. at that. Charles Treese in the breeding line for the hive, hit the lights. Yeah, uh, ha appears to be a, a quick horse here and is one of the few that Jesus Canales has come out with Jer uh, Jerry Brinkerhoff, mm -hmm. uh, who's his uh, father, mm -hmm. uh, father-in-law there. Uh, one of the few that he's actually riding that he's brought out, so uh, which leads me to think that this horse is live. This could be ready to go. We have like the full circle connection here coming down. Paul Jones with a hot night on Saturday night. Chuck Trees in the breeding line. Canales coming into a ride. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things to, to draw into this one. I can remember when they claimed this, uh, this mare. They claimed this horse for uh, 10000 one night out here. Rock through fire. They're looking for horses to breed to hard hitting. Uh-huh. So, uh. I told my dad to, to go get something that he thought would cross well, and and here we go. Here's Hit the Lights. By the way, uh, the owner you mentioned earlier that was at the cell for your dad, Canadian owner, is he connected to Tuffy? Yeah, uh, he's the owner of Tuffy. Um, she's still running. Yeah. Uh, How old is she now? Six. Six, right? Probably. I, I six think or six. seven? Uh, around there, yeah. Five, but, six, or seven. I was showing a lady the book today. She was I was trying to teach her the catalog pages and yeah. and she said, Oh, does he own any horses? And they're right right there because you know it's in a lot of all red yeah, breeding, yeah. hard lining in yeah. that family. And I said, Yeah, he owns this one right here. And she goes, 
that horse made 178,000. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he, he bought it right there, you know, yeah. right there in the yeah. ring, you know, all, you know, all those years ago. So I was like, she was only 15,000. Yeah. So I was like, you don't have to have all the money in the world exactly. to, to go get a champion. So the breeding lines here, Chuck Trace on the five hit the light. So uh, I'll go six, seven, four here. Elbard, the top prospect. Uh, you know, there's a, a, a gelding that I respect just based because he's four starts into his career. He's already a two-time futurity qualifier. The barn that that uh, can strike at a price as well, Hector Magallanes here, uh, has been hitting at 25%. Uh, now he's brings in a few horses here to Los Al. I think the four could be live at 8-1 to one with Saul Ramirez aboard. So I'll go 6-7-4. And I went 7-6-5. All right. Race number eight. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. Late daily double time here for the last two races on the card. Two more trials left for the Wild West Futurity. We got a field of nine set to go here in this. Who'd you pick on top? I went to the three, Heron Bar Ooh, Cartel, yes. who you see uh, in a lot of these horses' running lines. Mm -hmm. uh, was before the, the start last time uh, at Los Al. Was uh, beaten in, or unbeaten in two starts there. Uh, won the little fraternity there at Grants Pass. And looked like a strong contender. I picked uh, that night in the trials and just had a, a ton of trouble. Off, slow, bumped, and lugged out. So I'm just drawing a line through that race. I'm going to act like it never happened. I'm just going to look at that August 26th work. Went 12-3 and hope for a better start tonight. And same thing. Everything you mentioned, I, 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 we agree here in Heron Barker. Though. You know how we there's really no video to review from, from those tracks? Yeah. From Grants Pass? I remember seeing this video somewhere on Twitter. Oh, really? Someone. And the only reason why I it, it just came back to me right now. It's because, you know, I think the track announcer called a completely different horse. And it just stuck <laughs> with me that it was it was this race. So, so is it true that uh, how strong this horse finishes? Yes. This that, horse, that's what I'm counting This, this horse is moving. Okay. So, uh, we, we can actually probably search it on Twitter and find it. If someone can find it, uh, tweet it at us. But, yeah, I, I, th I think I remember seeing this this video. If not, it might be crazy. But I think I've seen it. But Hiram Barcartel, I agree. I'm going to treat it as a. As a race to ignore, off slow, bumped, much troubled. Uh, this could be the the race that he wants. So um, the three on top, and then I go into the outside here for my second choice, the nine elite prize here. Another one coming in from out of state. How about a horse that has won three three starts uh, and a second, and the other one was disqualified from second and placed seventh, but still uh, this is a horse that has tipped his hand so far as being a, a good horse. Jones DeMar and Jose Flores draws the outside. I think the night could be ready to go. Yeah, I mean, just uh, looking at the running lines here, it looks like a rocket ship early. So drawing the outside, you know, you can just stay uh, pretty pretty clean from out there. I think should, having Hoodlum, who, you know, does have some trouble at times, but I think it is a lot quicker out of the gate than has shown for Monte Rosa. Uh, we've talked about before as a half there to uh, zoom in for spuds, but I think drawing that outside post and having the quick breaking skills, hopefully Jose Flores can just get this horse to run a little bit longer. And then I'll go to the six, Staubach for Brett Vickery and the other Jesus Canales here uh, coming in from out of state, you know, has been uh, quick early and hasn't been finishing quite so well in the finals, but uh, I see that it's won three out of five here, mm -hmm. or no, two out, five, two out of five, but two wins, two seconds. So it looks like a pretty game horse, and I like the eight to one price. All right, I'll go three, four, five here. Ben Fatalia for Justin Clark, another one from out of state here. Ramon Sanchez, the hot riding Ramon Sanchez, picks up the mound. 
two wins in two seconds and four lifetime starts, and it's already a two-time futurity qualifier as well um, at Lower Brown and at Wyoming. So uh, I'm going to respect the form there as well. So three, four, five for me. Three, nine, six. Like we mentioned, uh, you know, I was curious about the nine elite prize. Because you see the breeding, EG High Desert Farms. You see the owner, Lewis, Lewis Xstorm. So I'm looking at the line lines, and this one did go to the Los, to, through the Los Angeles equine sale last year. I don't know. I don't have the price on it. I, I didn't research it. Uh, but this one is a graduate of the Los Angeles equine sale. So it's good to see that horses that went through the sale last year make it back here, back to Los Angeles. Yeah, we got a lot of people. Uh, I think that's they come in for the, the trials and the sale kind of synergy all together there. Uh, they're hanging out the sale. They're having a good time. And they uh, are. They're looking at our breeding. I think it's a step up. You see, uh, kind of wackier breeding uh, than than what we're used to seeing. Yes, and that's I think that's one reason why uh, our owner Chuck Stojan comes from Canada. Mm -hmm. He likes uh, all the horses at all red breeds. A lot, a lot of times he'll just uh, fire right back into the same family. Because there, there's a good variety. There's you know you know there's there's a lot of different tires. Yes, obviously the uh, the all red blue lines there you can trace back to a lot of very quality. Uh, breeding there, so it, it's 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 a good sell. It's definitely a good sell where you can you don't need to spend a lot to find a good quality runner. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of value to be had. You know, sometimes uh, like today, I, I thought the horses were going for for quite a bit, but then you never know. If, are people spending their money early, Correct. and then tomorrow maybe yeah. you're going to be able to find the bargains. That's a whole other aspect to the sale. So uh, there's definitely. Um, Something for everybody. There's something in everybody's price range. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna be looking to scoop up something tomorrow, right? Of course. Yeah. I, I I'm always looking to have a runner. Well, we arrived to the final trial of the night, and I've only heard the lock of the night sirens once. So this could only be one thing. It's time for my lock of the night. Wow. Okay. And so I'm he's... going with a horse that I think should win pretty easy. After a lot of controversy last time. There was a lot time. of controversy. I mean, a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. <laughs> I'm going to the two. Just send it. Okay. Paul Jones, Ramon Sanchez, Keith Nielsen. Huge connections there. You know, last time, I think we were all pretty uh, appalled by the disqualification yeah. that happened there. The, the horse went down through and won. Ended up getting uh, disqualified there. Uh, nobody agreed with it. Because uh, I think we're all pretty furious. Because he... He got placed in a weird spot too, right? Yeah, he got placed behind. Uh, he inter actually interfered. If you're going by what the stewards okay. say, he interfered with a horse that ran last That's... as well. But he just ended up getting, uh, where did he get put to? Uh, third. I want to say third, right? Yeah, so he gets put uh, to third. That cost his horse a chance at qualifying into tonight's uh, Breeders' Futurity. So I think coming back here uh, is a well-bred horse, Corona Cartel, uh, out of a feature just mare. Uh, just been running bang up races already likes the uh, the nighttime surface the one horse is to the inside i think that's really good having uh, your main rival down along the rail i i don't see how this horse could lose i agree uh we actually agree here to end the night i think the two is if he, if he runs if she runs her race or even just improves a little bit you know you gotta you gotta take notice that this this that was her first race here and the lights are lost out exactly so she can she can uh very well maybe improving as well so I agree. The two is going to be the top pick. Uh, the one, Lady Cartel, could be the main threat here. Uh, didn't get off to the best of starts, but was finishing very nicely there in the end in the toll tack and just missed by a neck as a betting favorite. So that one definitely has some talent. 
And now go to the five, Dashing Candy Girl from Monte Rosa. Another one coming out of that same common race in the tall tack. Uh, finished in even six, but that was only the first tire here locally. Periods to that have been a, a two-time qualifier to a futurity as well. So there could be some talent as well for the five, Dashing Candy Girl. So I'll go two, one, five. Yeah, I agree uh, with the one there in second. And then for third, I'm going to go to the outside eight, Stolen Train for Ramon Figueroa. This horse is uh, pretty well back first time out against Boss Time Machine and uh, Teller He's Famous, those two Paul Jones runners we were uh, mm -hmm. talking about before Great. from Rio Doso. But was pretty well backed against those. Uh, had some trouble in there, and I think drawing the outside and just getting a clean trip could really help this All horse. All right, so we, we agree on top two. I'll go 215. 218. And speaking of uh, new names or Familiar name, Zachary Kelsey, listed on the seven. Feature Miss Bo here for Nick Lowe, who just broke the mate, uh, actually just won nicely last time out about half a length. So those are the trials for the Wild West Futurity. Good betting card. I think, uh, you know, we try to, we try to, we agreed on most of them, but underneath spots, I think the prices are going to be had there for the trifecta and superfecta. That's where a lot of these kind of like breeding lines and kind of these horses that we can't see the videotape it's going to show up. Definitely. If you like playing prices in fraternity trials, which there's always uh, some bound to pop up. I mean, especially last time. Uh, just look what happened. We all had a pretty rough night. There's a lot of prices. But like you said, you can't watch a lot of replays uh, from these horses coming from out of state. Only, uh, uh, you know, some of them have come and gotten a work over the track yeah. that, that we can actually lay eyes on. So just if you like a horse, and, or maybe you've seen it somehow out of state, like you said, from a video or something, and, and you've gotten word and some inside information, you can really cash on these. And nights. the perfect example, Friday night, to close out my early pick for uh, my long shot of the night on the program, when I do the line V lock and the long shot, the long shot was an invader from out of state, but he had won two consecutive outings, but that was back in July. He got disqualified from the mm -hmm. first money's. So it leads me to believe it was kind of some kind of medication or testing or something like that. Yeah. But he was freshened since July, and he had to work over the track. Those were the two things that, that kind of drew me to that horse. Yeah. If it wasn't for the workout over the track, I probably wouldn't have used that horse. So, uh, you know, sometimes you got to kind of read in between the lines. Just having a, a, a fuel, a track, uh, a workout over the track, it's a big advantage. And it wasn't a gate workout. It was just a workout. Mm -hmm. And even that, something like that can really – help and that was the only reason why i really included that horse yeah that's when uh, i think a horse coming in lethal lil who you spoke of yeah that's one that's not going to be on uh able to be viewed on the website because it happened at nighttime yeah but it, you know we did watch it i thought the horse kind of looked green yes but that's just another ask when you look at it you think okay well i'm going to go back and watch the replay yeah. but you know sometimes uh you got to be here at los yeah. Alta to see these things or you, you got to be watching uh sometimes you know, on the, on the simulcast feed, it's hard to uh, keep up with all the works and just to get any uh, information you can at your fingertips. Yeah, Lisa Little, I think, worked 350 and 18 flat. And yeah. still looked a big green, kind of tossed the head a few times yeah. during the work. And I think it was a reaction to running under the lights. I think that, that was the thing. But I th I'm glad they did it between races because now that horse got the experience of running under the lights. Here. Exactly. And with the crowd as well. It's better to do it, you know, in just a nighttime workout than yeah. having to figure out all you know, and in in, I'm guessing going to be the Golden State Fraternity Trials. I'm, I'm guessing, guessing that's well. when we're going to see that. The Valerianos, yeah. uh, I believe those are big connections. Yeah. Uh, another big group of owners that are going to be coming out here and uh, supporting our racing. So uh, I know you're excited to see that one. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to get it in the Fraternity Trials <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, that one day. 
but uh, we'll just have to see. It's going to be a fun, fun next two months to wrap up the year here in Los Angeles. I can't believe it's, we're already in October. Time flies. That, that's just, that's racing. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I can't wait till the, the race is coming, and boom. Yeah. Here they start rolling along, and you have you have all these trials. You have the, the sales uh, going along. And then not only that, but you have Lone Star going. Yes. Yeah, Zia Park that, yeah. that we're watching, and it's just hard to keep up with all the, the way, action. Uh, uh, shout out to the, the folks out of Remington Park and the Oklahoma Racing Commission. I've seen a tweet sent out that they're going to start implementing uh, hair testing as well for, I think, for, I want to say, everyday racing, if I read so as well. Uh, I haven't read the story. Um, that's what I, I took because I had seen them just do hair testing on specific races. Yes, correct. So I'm guessing if uh, they're putting this out, that means that uh, they're going to go ahead and, and start testing all the time and uh, joining a few other uh, tracks that are trying to uh, clean up racing here. So. As we said, uh, just try and clean up the game. Another step in the right direction. As long as we can get there, a step step at a time. Yeah. That was uh, a good thing. Yeah, I, I think you kind of see uneven playing fields, and uh, we're always looking to to just have clean racing everywhere. I, I think it helps everybody stop worrying about where they need to travel. Yeah, exactly. You know, if uh, horses, they don't want to come out here because uh, we have strict testing or they think uh, they would just rather stay home. Uh, just adopt these harder tests and these stricter tests and uh, hopefully just clean up everything like I said. That's that's a huge thing because we've seen a lot more shippers this year than a year or two ago. Yeah. And I think it's a result of, of the testing because now they feel like, okay, I'm running clean. I want to go run clean. Yeah. You see the, the Valerianos come out, uh, the Trotters, uh, Reliance Ranches. You know, they're all, they're all coming out. These are, these are big, heavy hitters. And uh, they feel safe enough to come out here and uh, feel it's a level playing field. That's going to be fun. Uh, how your uh, how your dolphins doing, Professor G? No good. <laughs> no good. I'm a dolphins fan as well, so uh, we're three and one now. Three and one. Three th three and zero oh to start the season, right? Yes, and then we got absolutely mauled by the Patriots. Yeah, they got they got a little bit of stumble. I finally, yeah, <laughs> I finally decided to uh, turn a dolphins game on. <laughs> And I think we got shellacked like thirty-eight to zero. It was a route. Yeah. So the Patriots are. Patri I already knew it was coming. Everybody like after the Patriots lost last time out, everybody was like, "They're done. This is the year." Yeah. Patriots is over. And then last time out, oh, they're back. Yep. Yeah. They like, crushed us. Then they go on. They crush the Colts. Yeah. So you just gotta have some poise sometimes. Yeah. That's I, what champions are made of. I don't follow football as closely as as I do some other sports, but I, I'm getting. I'm getting to follow it a little bit closer this time around. Yeah, Professor was saying uh, Lakers-Clippers were, were coming up. Was that tonight or is that tomorrow? No, I think the, the Lakers played. I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, the Clippers won. Yeah, Clippers won tonight. So that's a moral victory moral for victory. you guys. You moral guys victory. you guys take yeah. this one. The, the young guys look good, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, Lakers looks like a, a complete show. Like Lance Stevenson is out there, like doing flips while doing passes. Uh, it you got Javale McGee. It, it's, it's wild. It it you got uh, Rondo who's always chippy as well. Yep. Uh, it's it's gonna be a long season. It's gonna be. I, I gotta tell you, it's gonna be fun to watch them though. <laughs> I already told my wife. I said I'm not missing one <laughs> Lakers game. We're, we're watching it all. Yeah. I had to remind her that uh, LeBron was on the team. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with you? But anyway, yeah, they need to figure out how to play defense. I, I think they're going to do just fine on offense. Uh, you know, it might, it might take some time to gel, but they, they, don't, they don't have a true center. 
It looks like uh, McGee is going to be McGee the... McGee and LeBron are going to be playing centers, I think. Who, uh, you know, I like McGee. Very athletic, yeah. but he's been on Shaq in a full <laughs> one too <laughs> many times. He can play defense. He could, uh, he could rebound, but uh, I mean, he just can get into a lot of trouble. I don't want him touching the ball too many times on offense. All right. Well, Dodgers are up to an O. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody's still in. They're up to an O. Uh, now that you just got to win one of the three left, they're going to Atlanta to to the Braves' home, and hopefully they can close out the series out there and move on to the to the uh, National League uh, series. I haven't been watching. Who looks good in the American side? Uh, Yankees and Boston are tied up 1-1. Okay. Brewers look good. They're up 2-0 on the Rockies. The Rockies look unstoppable a few, mm -hmm. uh, about a week ago. So the Brewers look good. And um, I think the Astros are up 2-0 as well. That's not to say. The Astros got to be looking pretty yeah. good. They they scare me. They look like gamers all, all the time. Those are yeah. those are guys that just want to. I was still I'm still licking my wins from last year. So World <laughs> and I love just watching games played at the Astros stadiums. I, I mean, love that short porch. I mean that, that's that's like that and the Green Monster. Yeah. They they make everything just a lot more fun. You know, kind of playground baseball. Yeah, it does. I mean, any little fly ball that way, you're like, oh, it's out. Yeah, it's yeah. got a shot. <laughs> that that looks like a, a like a hitter's paradise, especially when you see Altuve. The five foot six Altuve, yeah, get it to the batter's box. When he hits one that way, you're like, this guy's shot to, yeah. to get out. I mean, I'm not saying I could go up there and hit a 95 mile an hour fastball, but I think if I got a hold of one, I could put it out of there. <laughs> yeah, that could be very well, <laughs> well true. All right, that's the show for this week. Looking forward to this kind of like a pre warm up for for the belt in two weeks. Yeah, I, I just I think I need to go deep in the handy capsule. I'm gonna start uh start early. Started uh, watching a lot more replays here. We're going to see all the big heavy hitters. I, I expect uh, Waver Down. I expect Wicked Affair to be back in these uh, Golden State Million trials. And uh, hopefully I, I regain the belt. Hopefully there's a victory tweet sent out. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Garrison on Twitter. Tweeted out his pick four for Saturday night. He singled Coleman 47. He said, he told me he, he included a charter flight because of my opinion. And the pick four paid $3,100. Just cashing. I mean, uh, how about Vinny getting horses out of the gate? I mean, he uh, yeah. he had charter flight just rocking. When, when you can say Vinny outbroke Ayala, Nicasio, Ramon Sanchez. Yep. I mean, he'll take that. It wasn't even. It usually, wasn't even we, we get pretty close finishes there in those 100-yard races. Yeah, he went pretty comfortably, went I believe, pretty, by half a length. Yeah, he, he really did it. All right. That's the show for this week. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. We'll wrap it up. Hopefully, we get some winners. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.